Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Dan Howard, Site CIO at Loma Linda University Health. In this segment, Howard talks about how his organization is collaborating with payers to coordinate care and keep costs down, how he's benefited from his experience with project management, and the value in being able to communicate to the board in layman's terms about what IS needs. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvada.com. What else are you really looking at right now as far as, you know, the really uh, big uh, initiatives? Um, I think globally for, for Loma Linda, obviously population health is one of our, our biggest initiatives. And so doing our Care Connect initiatives is me one of those metrics that we have. Um, within the San Bernardino, Riverside, County, County, Inland Empire region that we serve, we have a large managed care HMO provider called uh, IEHP. And there's about 1.2, 1. 1. 1.3 lives at risk. And so all the organizations, Loma Linda sees a lot of those patients. Um, some of these other partner hospitals that we've been working with see the same demographic patients. Mm-hmm. And so us pushing out Care Connect um, is sort of helping with that population health because now we're at least going to have the ability to look at that patient information, look at the single database and see if they were seen at any of these other tertiary facilities. And then it makes it easier for the managing that care across the continuum, across these different organizations. And so that's huge for us. Um, we are looking to do uh, further stuff with our March chart and Healthy Planet with Epic to be a little more proactive on the population health side and give patients the ability to take a little bit more ownership in their health care. Right. You mentioned a clinically integrated network. Is that something that, that's in place or kind of coming together? It is coming together kind of really between Loma Linda, the IEHP bodies, and other partners and affiliates. Okay. So um, in terms of the patient population, what type of initiatives do you have just as far as engagement? Or You mentioned um, Healthy Planet, but what, what are you seeing so far in terms of uh, the interest I'd say that the interest is there. We do get a lot of requests, and I hear this from, from multiple facilities, that mobile is a big thing. And so trying to take that, you know, what consumers or patients are wanting from a consumer perspective in terms of having something that's mobile, nimble, that they can reach from a smart ta- a, a smartphone or a tablet, um, having that information is definitely valuable, even from a perspective of something as simple as refilling a prescription or being able to book your appointment with your PCP. Um, basic stuff like that. So we're just looking at how can we go to the next level beyond that. You know, we'd love to say we are going to do predictive analytics, and I think that's still several years off, um, but that's something that's definitely on our radar. Right. And as far as the patient population, I, I mean, I imagine that, that you have a, a good variety as far as uh, what, they, what they do prefer and what they are looking for. Amongst all of our partners and affiliates in the hospitals in Lomond that we I'd say there's a underserved populations mm-hmm. of individuals that are either have no insurance or, or they're um, unfortunately underinsured. And so we okay. see a lot of those demographics. And so we are aware that those individuals lots of times don't maybe have access to um, as many devices as some people do in terms of access to their records. And so um, that's one of the things that was on our radar is like how can we provide this information to individuals um, who maybe don't have access to cell phones or tablets or a personal computer? Right. Okay. 
And as far as you know, things like predictive analytics, like you said, being still being um, in the future, um, I imagine that the, a big piece of that is first completing like the epic conversion, and then kind of going from there. Yeah, I think some of that is we could probably do some of it now. Um, but it kind of makes sense that the more individuals we have within our geographic area that are on the same epic instance, um, the data that we'd be able to pull from that is obviously going to be much more valuable from a predictive standpoint. Obviously, the things that we want to focus on probably initially is stuff looking at sort of the comorbidities and disease registries and be able to look at statistics and determine where our 30-day readmissions at, what are we commonly seeing, how how quickly can we get in there with care coordinators and try to do interventions before that person shows back up to the ED, um, or we can funnel them to their PCP in a timely fashion and let them know, hey, FYI, these areas um, need to be addressed um, before they show up in an ED somewhere. Right, and that's where, as you alluded to, those partners, that bar- the partnerships are really going to come into play down the road. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a huge thing. And and with IHP being sort of the large um, HMO medical provider in the area, um, they're very incentivized to you know reduce what they're paying out. So they're very active in terms of working with Loma Linda and the other partner hospitals, um, very directly in terms of the coordination of care to make sure that there's proper follow-up um, with those patients, you know, post discharge. Okay. Interesting. I mean, do you really notice more of uh, collaboration with the payers now than in, than even in the last year or so? Yes, and um, this particular payer um, has has been very generous in terms of even incentivizing the organizations to meet certain metrics. Um, and so, even though we're not fully integrated on Epic with all the partners and other affiliates, they have put some incentive dollars on the table for you know essentially how much interoperability can we have today? Uh, in today's state and future states, it's going to be a little bit easier going forward as most of these organizations will be on EPIC or EPIC instance. Um, but what do we do today to get some of that? So they've, um, they've been very helpful in assisting the organizations in getting the information they need. Right. Okay. Very interesting. And now you've been uh, with the organization for, I, I guess you've been there in different roles over the years? Yeah, I've been there in different roles. Um, I kind of came from the clinical side, so I was an RN for Loma Linda way back in the day. Um, and so, and then left the organization and came back in 2012 and had a few different roles before I kind of landed in my current CIO role. Okay. And, and some of those roles, or at least one of them, was involved project management, right? Yes, it did, yes. That's really interesting t- to me because um, – when I've spoken to people who really have that project management training, it, it kind of comes out. And can you talk about really how that has helped uh, impact your role now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, in my previous job before Loma Linda, um, it, was, it was on the vendor side and healthcare, but it was really on the revenue cycle side. But that business uh, obviously was for profit and so very driven um, obviously by the bottom line and um, I ended up basically managing a large PMO. And so for me, coming from initially from healthcare and not being exposed to a whole lot of project management, um, you know, you got used to just managing projects based on how good your organizational skills were. Um, And obviously way back in the day, I I learned I had to really increase those skills relatively rapidly to satisfy people. And so I'd say my PMI methodology 
has really been beneficial for me, even in a CRO role, because um, it gives me the real foundation of understanding about the real basics of project management in terms of, you know, and I'll say probably number one is always communication, uh, but then being able to, you know, understand, be looking at project charter or looking at a stakeholder sheet and understand how that workflow goes to an organization and be able to keep individuals on task to make sure that things are delivered on time, you know, within the scope and within budget. And so I think if I didn't have any sort of formal, you know, PMP training, I think I would only have gotten so far. Um, so I think it's definitely been an asset for me without a doubt. Um, that is one of the certifications I do keep up. I think it's every three years I got to do um, X number of hours of CEs. And so, but uh, without a doubt, it's, I find it invaluable, I think, at any level. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it would uh, it would be pretty difficult to, to have the type of role that you do right now without that training, just because of you know the the uh, the different the amount of things on your plate and just uh, you know having to uh, go through all that in in a methodical way. No, you're right, absolutely right, and you know, and I'm I'm really fortunate at my level. Um, you know, unlike Mark, he's he's really CIO for the entire enterprise, and so um, he deals with things and probably on a you know lots of times on a thirty thousand foot level. I'm fortunate enough to be in, I get involved with that, but I also have the opportunity to be involved in maybe smaller initiatives with a partner or a hospital. And that's great because it gets me to a little bit more, I'm not going to say into the weeds, but I get to be involved in a little bit more of the operational day-to-day stuff. And for me, that's very rewarding, and I'm able to bring some of those project management skills to that, and um, it's very helpful for me. Right. And, and in, in talking about the role that you have, one of the um, – Real evolutions we've seen with CIOs is more alignment with with the business, and you know, really looking towards a make that that strategic alignment. And what are your, some of your thoughts there on, on how how you're able to do that? Yeah, within Loma Linda proper, you know, we're pretty intentional about. Um, on a yearly basis, and we're going through it right now. We're doing our sort of IS strategic plan and roadmap for the next few years, but we're very intentional about. Um, looking at the organizational roadmap, um, their goals, and making sure that there's alignment there. Um, and Loma Linda, large organization, so there's a lot of processes and workflows in place to do that. Working with the partner organizations and entities, it's been valuable for me because um, I'll, I'll use San Gregorio as an example. Um, a little bit smaller of an organization, um, but not a, not as much bureaucracy um, in place, not as much um, process in place. And so being able to come from Loma Linda and kind of provide a little bit of more insight in terms of, um, you know, what the executive team and the, and the hospital board are doing, and then being able to specifically from an IS perspective take that in where they had no IS steering committee to be able to kind of build that from the ground up and build in consensus and, um, and basically gates and stages for, you know, how work happens and what IS is doing. And so being able to take that and really make IS and value accelerated for the organization has been really exciting. Right. And it, it's it's something that really, I guess, needs to happen with, with the changes we're, we're seeing in, in uh, the industry. Yes. What I hear from typically, you know, with the executive teams and, you know, you go to the boards is they talk at the very high 30,000-foot level, but they're looking for easy solutions. They're looking for um, expert opinion and advice. And if you can come in there and easily explain to them in layman's terms about these are what your objectives are, we're going to show you from an infrastructure perspective or an IS perspective of how we can help you meet those goals. And 
provide some structure to that and some priority around it. Um, it makes their jobs a lot easier. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.